Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. If you're waking up on your Friday, well, woo Happy Friday. Good morning to you. We got two hours to the weekend. It's going to be a working weekend, though, and I'm not sorry. I actually was thinking about all of the other activities slash chores slash to-do items that I could potentially work in this weekend. It's my first weekend at home in a month. I've been on the road. I've been visiting friends, and and I'm not sorry that I did that, Um, but it definitely is my first weekend at home since early November. So, of course, I have a lot I want to get done. But then I realized, well, it's all going to have to be scheduled around the sporting events. So, U.S. soccer in the knockout stage, the round of 16 against the Netherlands on Saturday morning. The college football championship weekend, which actually begins, the Power Five conferences begin on Friday night all the way through Saturday. So, a good 24 hours where you can be inundated with championship football. And, and we know the rankings, the final ultimate word from the college football playoff committee will be unveiled and revealed on Sunday before the NFL kicks off in week 13. There's a lot happening this weekend that doesn't even incorporate the NBA, the NHL. We could maybe potentially have a hot stove bomb Here or there, the hot stove could blow up. Be careful about touching the hot stove, getting too close to the hot stove. There's definitely a lot more of that than than my one brain can handle. I'm going to need an extra extra brain or two. Some extra eyeballs. That's what I need. I need more eyeballs so I can keep watch and keep track. I hope you've got fun plans for your weekend. I'm getting my Christmas tree as well. Balsam fur. I'm thinking five-foot balls and fur, a little smaller this year. The budget requires that the Christmas tree be a little smaller. <laughs> it's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. Find us on Twitter, After Hours CBS, or you can find me on Twitter, A-Law Radio. Also on our Facebook page, we're asking you to weigh in and pick the After Hours Game of the Week. So far, now I could have missed it because I'm I'm looking quickly through our social media, but so far I haven't seen anyone respond with Browns and Texans. I've seen people write in Giants and Commanders, and that is also a potential Game of the Week. Right now it's a pretty stiff early competition. So again, check it out on Twitter, on Facebook, 
Our phone number, 855-212-4227. We're live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. You need to know what it takes for a home to fit your budget and your family. Rocket can. Hurry back to throw. And it is. Is it lost? Oh, my goodness, it's lost. DeAndre Hopkins caught it. Back from under center. Steps back. Throws the fade. Cooper Cup's got it. Touchdown, LA. I miss Cooper Cup. Burrow back to throw. Looking. Firing deep go. for Chase in the end zone. Oh, He's yeah. got it. Mahomes fires for the end zone, caught, touchdown, Kansas City. And off to Eckler again, no, Herbert keeps it, end zone, touchdown, Chargers. Herbert with his second of the day. Here's the snap, Josh going to keep it himself and run it again inside the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, nine-yard touchdown run. The Bills respond and then some. It's time for QB News on After Hours. We are going to set up week 13 through the eyes of our quarterbacks. And because there's so much to get to and so many good matchups, scintillating matchups this weekend, we're going to start with the NFC. We actually, we meant to do more NFC QB news on our last show, but we got derailed (laughs) at the end. There's always something more. We keep searching, we keep looking, and the internet keeps spitting things out that we feel as though we have to incorporate. Ah, we like to have fun, too. So we want to make sure that we don't leave out any of the fun stuff. Like Christian Pulisic. It's not an euphemism, Henry. (laughs) It's After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. How about this? All four teams in the NFC East, fondly known as the NFC Beast, are playoff bound right now. It's week 13. They don't hand out playoff spots in week 13. But all four teams are playoff contenders at the very least. And that includes the Giants. It's been a while for New York. Remember, they were in position to select not just Saquon Barkley, but Daniel Jones in the upper echelons of the first round of the draft because they had had such poor records and because they've missed the playoffs. It's exciting. Uh, I think this is where you want to be. These are the games you want to play in. And. Um, to be part of it is, is exciting, but you know it still comes down to, to one week at a time to um, you know taking care of business and, and uh, focusing on what's immediately in front of you, and, and that's the you know the only way you're going to be in the position you want to be in at the end of the season. Have you noticed that it's a constant soundtrack behind any midweek or game prep press conferences? You always hear the ping pong table, always. Because those guys who are not standing there with microphones in front of their faces, they got to have something to do. They can't leave. They have to be available in case somebody wants to talk to them. So instead, they're engaging in a rousing game of table tennis. Last playoff appearance for the New York Giants was Producer Jay. 2016. 2016. Same as the Dolphins and the Lions. The boat trip. <laughs> the infamous boat Speaking trip. Speaking of Odell. Yeah, and, and forget the boat trip. How about... Infamous Odell dropping a touchdown pass in the end zone on the first drive of the game. That too. That doomed the Giants in Green Bay. That was it. They were doomed after that. It was the mark of the beast. But right now, it's the NFC beast where all four teams could end up in the playoffs. And Daniel Jones, he digs it. Against the Washington Commanders this weekend, Taylor Heineke now has the job as starter. And even though he's, there are photos of him wearing a Bush Light hat or something, it's a Bush Light fishing hat uh, that was posted on Twitter Thursday. Still, 
He maintains his poise and composure on the field. A little more maturity. You know, uh, again, every now and then when he does throw a high-risk pass, you know, that's exactly what it is. And with the high-risk, though, does come big rewards. Um, and he's, he's done that a couple times. And, and again, you want to see him limit those things and control that, um, you know, and, and, and really just take what's given. I love Ron Rivera, big fan, and he has chosen Taylor to be the leader of his team. They've won six of their last seven. The commanders may not wow you and blow you away with their offense, but they're tough, they're physical, they're disciplined for the most part, and Taylor can make some throws. They obviously want to control the ball. That's the goal, as it is for seemingly every team in that division, and really a lot of teams in the NFL now. Uh, I love that the commanders are doing it their own way. They know their identity. They don't look like some of the other playoff contenders in their division or in their conference, and yet they're slow and steady. They really are the tortoise to the hair of, say, the Dallas Cowboys or the Philadelphia Eagles. So that's a big matchup this weekend. Not one that we have in our poll, but it could be the after-hours game of the week. The Cowboys are taking on Jeff Saturday's Indianapolis Colts, and yes, if you look at Matt Ryan's numbers, pure numbers, there are a whole lot of turnovers. A whole lot of giveaways. And Mike McCarthy was asked a question of Matt Ryan, ball security, how the Cowboys might be able to exploit this against the Colts. Looking at Matt's uh, path this year, he's obviously played and then he didn't play and then now he's back. So, I mean, there's definitely, <laughs> you know, I think some of those things uh, tie into it. But, yeah, I mean, I'm frankly, I'm, I'm more focused on our, on our ball protection. You know, um, we... You know, it's something that we put a lot of time into protecting it and taking it away. So, I mean, takeaways are always at a priority for us, you know, regardless of who we play. And, and that'll be no different Sunday night. But, you know, we got we got to take care of the football. Here are the numbers for the two teams on Sunday night. Cowboys are plus five in the turnover differential category, meaning they have five more takeaways than giveaways. 16 takeaways this season. Both of those numbers are top 10 in the NFL. The Colts, opposite end of the spectrum. They have 21 turnovers this season, which is tied with New Orleans for the most in the league. So there is a disparity there, an area where the Cowboys defense should feast in the NFC beast. (laughs) I could do this all day. It's after hours, CBS Sports Radio. Moving on to the other team in the NFC beast. That would be the Philadelphia Eagles, the team that has got the best record in the NFL. And part of what makes this offense so prolific is that you don't have guys sniping over who gets the ball now, who gets the ball then, who had the biggest stat line, who's scoring the touchdowns. The selflessness we have on this football team and, you know, every everybody, you know, is, is working their tails off to make plays, but it's important to make those plays when your opportunities come. And that goes for every receiver in that room, every tight end, um, every running back, um, Every player on this team, when your opportunity comes, just try and take advantage of it. You know, and we've had guys that have been diligent. We've had guys that have uh, been selfless, and that's that's what you want in a in a in a winning team. That's what you want. Jalen Hurts and the Eagles taking on the Tennessee Titans this weekend. We did put that game in our poll as well, so you can vote for the after hours game of the week on Twitter or on Facebook. All right, leaving the beast in the rearview mirror, moving on to another matchup that I actually voted for as the game of the week, the Dolphins and the Niners. This is cross-pollination here. It's juicy pollination, though. Kyle Shanahan 
He will sing the praises of Tua Tagovailoa all day long. The rhythm of his game, how quick he can get the ball off. Um, he reminds me a lot of the um, guy I was with earlier in my career, Matt Schaub. Um, when that back foot hits, he knows where to look. And if someone's not there, he is hitching right to replace them and letting it rip. Um, if that second one's not there, he's getting rid of it. Um, you know, the, there's <clears throat> they have so much speed that they blow the top off stuff, um, which gets some people open underneath. Um, Two is to me the reason that they're leading the league in explosives because he knows how to hit people over the middle. It's not always it's rarely deep. Um, it's usually running and hitting these guys on the move. And there's some really open space with all that speed. And then the quarterback who can drop it over linebackers who's not worried about safeties and um, is doing that part of his game as high as anyone I've seen right now. And right now. The Miami Dolphins are riding a five-game win streak, and so they have the longest streak in the NFL along with the Kansas City Chiefs. They are a half game behind the Bills, who won on Thursday night to make them 9-3, and three, but the Dolphins can match that with a victory at San Francisco over the weekend. And this is going to be, I think, smash-mouth football because the Niners kind of force you to play their style of game. I do think the Dolphins can do it. It's maybe not their preferred style, but I think they'll go out there toe-to-toe uh, and they'll fight anyone. I like the personality. I love that the personnel, a lot of it is familiar with one another, too. This is going to be awesome. Jimmy Garoppolo, he almost, well, almost may be too strong. He was at least in the mix for the Dolphins QBs going back to last offseason. Remember, he was available for the longest time. Kyle Shanahan was trying to get rid of him. They were in a conversation. Um not, not much came from it, but they were definitely uh, one of the teams in the conversation. Seemed like a good spot. Uh, yeah, I mean, as an offense, that's you know, tremendous skill players, everything. My choice for the game of the week. Another option in our poll, the Vikings hosting the Jets. And as much conversation as there has been around Mike McDaniel and what he's done in the first year with the Dolphins or Brian Dayball and what he's done in his first season with the Giants. I do think Kevin O'Connell deserves at least as much credit and consideration for a coach of the year honor in the NFC because the Vikings are nine and two. He's a first year head coach and so far he's been able to bring out the best in Kirk Cousins. I think Kevin has gone out of his way at times to empower me. Um, and I don't know if that's just a, a remark he'll make during a team meeting or an offensive meeting. Um, but he's just, uh, I think, been intentional about trying to do that. And uh, I think it, um, it helps a lot as the quarterback to feel that. And, um, and so I, I appreciate he's done. He doesn't have to do that. And um, I feel like he's gone out of his way to do that. And um, I think it helps. It helps uh, not only for me, but for really for all the guys on the team who are leading, really helps them to feel that, that mantle of leadership and, um, and um, you know, carry that torch because of the way he's empowering us. Vikings hosting the Jets. Haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, but probably could sleepwalk through the rest of their schedule and still win the NFC North. Next closest team is the Lions, who are five games back. But get this. Someone from the Lions locker room was talking about the playoffs. Now, he likely got asked the question, but if you're Jared Goff, guy who went to a Super Bowl with the Los Angeles Rams, but got schluffed off to Detroit, how does it feel to be talking about the playoffs in the Motor City this late in the year? It makes every game mean a little bit more. And, uh, you know, you're playing for something. We certainly have a lot of work to do to really put ourselves in there. But, um, yeah, it's, it's one game at a time. And 
got six left, and how many of those can we win to give ourselves the best chance? Is that the fun time of the year? It's very fun. Yes, it's very fun when you're playing for something. And um, again, we got to keep winning. Um, but if we do, we'll be certainly playing for a lot more towards the end. Lions are hosting the Jaguars this weekend. No, that is not one of our game of the week options. But if you would like to write it in, you totally can. Hashtag one pride. I like that. It's cute. Lions get it. Jared Goff and the Lions are four and seven. Now that means they're on the outside looking in at this point because every team in the East is above 500. And that would be your three wild card contenders there. However, because there are only a handful of teams that are above 500 in the NFC, it does mean that teams that have a four and seven record or like, like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are what five and six now, uh, five and seven, six and seven, five and six, five and six, <laughs> whatever they're below 500. Uh, they are five and six. You're right. Uh, it, it means that even there in the South, you've got not just the team that will win the division, but also a team uh, in second place who at least has a shot at a playoff game. And on the way up, we're going to buy the kneecap off. I, I'm waiting for it, Coach. I'm, I'm waiting for it. Aaron Rodgers had a lot of conversation around him this week. Would he be asked to sit the rest of the way? Or should the Packers not ask him, but flat out bench him? Because the Packers likely aren't going to the playoffs, and maybe they want to see what they have with Jordan Love the rest of the way. Now, Aaron was very diplomatic. He's politically correct uh, when asked this question. He, uh, he All he would say is he understands the conversation. He understands it's a business. He definitely did not endorse it, and I still say it would be a really bad idea for the Packers. However, just to clarify, this, I guess this idea that Maybe it's better for the franchise to see what they have. I'd love to finish the season out, and um, but I understand, you know, this is a business, and um, you know, there's a lot of us kind of older guys uh, who, you know, play a decent amount, or they might want to see some younger guys play. So, you know, hopefully we don't have to have that conversation. But if that conversation comes up, you know, I'll approach that with an open mind, and and. Uh, you know, without any bitterness or resentment, you know, obviously, like I said, I want to win out and, and we don't have to have those conversations. But, um, you know, I, I understand if we don't, that that's a possibility to have that conversation. Now, all he will say is have the conversation. There's no way he's stepping aside and he can say he understands it. It doesn't mean he'll like it. It doesn't mean he's going to make it easy for the Packers. And I still say This is the guy who remembers every single team and what order they passed over him the year he was drafted in 2005. This guy's vindictive. He may be all about his tea and his herbs and his zen. He's a guy who holds grudges, and he is not going to forgive the Packers if they bench him when he's healthy. I don't think so. (laughs) Remember, people are coming here to play with me. (laughs) People are coming here to play with me. This is why I dream about football. It's producer Jay's fault. He plays these little drops over and over again. Pretty nice. (laughs) Box breathing. The Packers this weekend are on the road at the Chicago Bears. We don't yet know about Justin Fields, only that he was still listed as day-to-day. All right, finally, one more from the NFC. The Atlanta Falcons, they are right there in the mix for the NFC South title. They've got the Pittsburgh Steelers in one of the early games on Sunday. Falcons can't afford to mess around anymore, but that Steelers defense is tough. First and foremost, starts up front. Uh, we Cam Hayward and TJ Watt, 
and then you look on the back end, Minka Fitzpatrick is playing at a high level. Um, so it, it, week in and week out we talk about it, it's always going to be a challenge, um, but this will be fun. It's, it's always fun going against this team. Do you think Marcus Mariota is the least dramatic quarterback move? Marcus <laughs> Mariota. <laughs> The least dramatic quarterback move that we've had, uh, well, that we had in the offseason in terms of how it's played out on the field. Everything else has been so dramatic. Probably. It's been pretty It's been pretty sound there in Atlanta with him. Matt Ryan, I love how Mike McCarthy says it. He was starting, then he wasn't. He was on the field, then he wasn't. Now he's back on the field. <laughs> but not just that. The we the, Deshaun Watson, obviously, it's a different category. But Jacoby Brissett, he was starting. Now he wasn't. The Baker Mayfield... I mean, the Russell Wilson's been an unmitigated disaster, by the way. Zach Wilson. Yes, for sure, Zach Wilson. Though that wasn't really a move, but you know what I'm saying? Like all the offseason movement, it's almost as though the Marcus Mariota piece is the one that's been the most stable. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, I want to say really quickly, thank you to those of you who responded to my conversation with Troy Rank, longtime Denver Broncos insider from Denver 7. He was with us on last night's show, and he did not pull punches. The conversation is posted on both Twitter and Facebook. If you haven't heard it, he's got incredible insight about what's gone wrong with Russell Wilson, what he thinks they can do to fix it, the fate of the head coach, and how far this team has fallen. So I gave you the list a couple of minutes ago as part of QB News. The three franchises that last made the playoffs in 2016, Dolphins, Lions, Giants. But that's not the longest drought in the NFL. The Jets are on the cusp of ending the NFL's longest playoff drought, going back to 2010. So we're talking about 12 years in between playoff appearances. If the Jets make the playoffs, which is likely, the Broncos will then hold the longest playoff drought in the NFL. It's a proud franchise, one that's never gone this long with a string of seasons with losing records. It's unthinkable in Denver, where the home fans generally support their team to the hilt, and yet, like the Patriots, on Thursday night, hearing boos routinely. It's like they turned into the New York Jets. Limited. <laughs> that's, I mean, I feel like that's doctoring audio. You're doctoring audio. Is this a new thing now? I'm not doing anything. It's the, it's the power of digital editing until your computer crashes again. You better stop saving uh-huh. cuts. They're, it's out of memory. Don't be saving any more cuts. Jay's mad at me. Don't speak that into existence. Do not, because they don't hear, and I just, they'll do it. I just said to Jay a little while ago, your face is cranky. <laughs> Poor guy. He's waiting for the other shoe to drop in there. I mean, can you blame him? He's a longtime Giants and Nets and Mets fan. Just always expect these things. Always expect the worst to happen. Murphy's Law. <laughs> you have Sour Patch Watermelon. I that do. makes everything better. That I can't even focus on because I got to do this. Do you need to focus on candy? Yes. Oh. Okay, let's let's give producer Jay some space to focus. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's on candy, shall we? It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence on CBS Sports Radio. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. If you are a sports fan, you need us. Great show, love. Thank, Thank you, you so much for what you do. Kiss and hug. Hey, Amy, love the show. Amy, uh, thanks for taking my call. Once in love with Amy, always in love with Amy. I love this. Become a big fan of yours real quick. Enjoy hearing you at night. That's a great point, Amy. Love the show. I think I'm the luckiest girl in the world. Who doesn't want to talk about sports for a living? Thank you to you, Amy. I'm a single parent with two young girls. They listen to you in the morning, and it excites the crap out of them to hear a girl on the radio. You're listening to After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Still ahead, Mac Jones explains his emotional outburst. Caught on tape, <laughs> caught on film, girls gone wild uh, on the sidelines of the Patriots loss. So second half, uh, Patriots lost against the Bills. The highlight, the high mark, the high water mark for the Patriots was in the first quarter. I think it was their second drive, but they took a 7-3 to lead. And they had a 48-yard touchdown from Marcus Jones, a guy who doesn't even play offense. Most of the time. That's that's so classic Belichick is to use athletes who don't generally play on that side of the ball or that position. It's been a Marcus Jones month, to be sure. But later in the game, when the Bills had taken a lead and the Patriots needed to score and score quickly, that 48-yard touchdown was still their longest play of the game and nothing else came close. They weren't throwing the ball vertically, and Mac Jones was frustrated by it. So he was caught on tape screaming. Now, I couldn't see who he was screaming at. The reports, the tagline, screaming at Matt Patricia. That's not what Mac says. But he did have to explain himself after the game why he was screaming about throwing the bleeping ball and this quick game, meaning the short, quick passes, presumably to get into a rhythm. Now, you, you may remember if you were Patriots fan or you watched a lot of the Patriots with Tom Brady, you know that a lot of times that short, quick passing game would serve as a type of run game, meaning they were trying to get rid of the ball quickly. They maybe didn't have the offensive line or the running backs, and so instead 
they would use that quick passing game to simulate a run game. Similar effects. I don't think that's the case here, but Mac Jones didn't think it was effective, didn't like it, and lost his cool on the sidelines. So he had to explain. We'll let you hear from him coming up. Plus, I love the he said, he said when it comes to huge matchups in the NFL. Justin Reed, relatively new Kansas City Chief, had a message for the Bengals receivers this week. And the Bengals, oh, they're not backing down. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Here's Michael in Las Vegas. Michael, welcome to the show. Hi, Amy. Hi, Michael. Um, Nice to talk to you finally. Um, Oh, real quick, you were a big part of my life, like, during COVID. I just want to let you know, you were, like, Miss America during that time. (laughs) I do like a Miss America on the radio, yes. (laughs) I was was with my cat in my car, and you were talking about animals, so it just was like, anyways, um, can I just babble a couple quick things for you? Um, Sure. You mentioned Ron Rivera. Did you see a couple weeks ago in the locker room when they – they they did the you know the game ball thing and he was crying. Yes, of course. And the one player said he said, "See how much it means to him." Yes, I, that was incredible. I thought that was amazing. Well, like, if I'm not mistaken, and- right? Well, if I'm not mistaken, that was the the game right after he lost his mom, and he said it was the first game that his mom had not been alive for, had not seen. Uh, and so he couldn't continue because he was overcome by emotion, and instead it was. Shoot, who stepped up? Oh, Terry McLaurin was the one who stepped up and and rallied the troops yeah. after Rivera left the locker room. I just thought that was cool because, anyways. Um, and then uh, Mac Jones has got to go. This guy's awful. I mean, he's got to go. Where's he no, going to go? He's got to go. Like he's go got where? no sense of. He's got. He's done nothing, Amy. He's got no sense of the two minute. The, you know, it took him like seven minutes to go down and kick a field goal last night. I mean, he's got no sense of urgency. He's done nothing. I bet on them the other day against oh, it was dear. Minnesota or something. When they were down, I knew they were going to lose. He's, he's never brought a team back in the end. Okay, I think that might be overstating it a little bit. Also, he doesn't call plays, and there, there may be the – crux of what he was screaming about on the sidelines on Thursday. But yeah, here's the challenge. And I I don't know whether or not Belichick will ever admit it or if he thinks this or what, but he's got Matt Patricia, who's never called plays before, uh, running the offense. I mean, kind of serving as the pseudo offensive coordinator, which is a little odd. It's, It's very disjointed, that coaching staff. I know Belichick doesn't have to answer to anyone, but it doesn't seem like they have uh, well, they don't have the killer instinct, to be sure. Uh, they definitely all don't right, well, finish drives, just, but it's not all on Mac. He's a second-year QB. He doesn't have autonomy to call the plays that he wants to. I don't, I don't see it happening. But can I mention Oregon Ducks real quick? Nobody's talking about them. He, they were 0 for 5 on fourth down the other day against um, Oregon State. The the coach has no idea what he's doing. He's going for it. This comes on the heels of against Washington, they were 8-1. And, one. and in the, at the end of the game, they were on their own 40, and he went for it on 4th and 3 and lost the game. I mean, this guy had, was 0 for 5 on 4th down, Amy. If this was Nick Saban or somebody, he would have been blown out of the water. But because he's, he's lost on the West Coast, he's not getting any, any whatever you want to call it. Anyways, and also, can I mention the Raiders real quick? <laughs> Are you there? 
Am I here? I have to be here. Yeah. It's my job. Okay. I love your show again, but the Raiders are four and seven. If we somehow beat the Chargers on Sunday, we'll beat the Rams next Thursday. By this time next Thursday, we could be six and seven. Thanks for taking my call, Amy. I love you. All right, Michael. Love you too. Say hi to your cat. I wonder if he's referring to the one particular show in which my cat decided to make a cameo on After Hours. Jay, do you remember this? Where, or do you, oh, actually you weren't with me then. Oh, you missed it. Holy cow. Although you get to hear Sugar frequently on the phone. I do. My cat, my, well, that's her. She doesn't ever stop talking. So she got on the arm of my chair and this is her thing. When I say her name, she meows. And so this went on for 30 seconds easily on the air. Sugar. Meow. Sugar. Meow. Sugar. Meow. I'm here live. That's not, I'm not a cat. <laughs> and, and no joke for 30 seconds. Every time I said sugar, the cat meowed. And this is happening in front of the microphone in what was the after hour super secret home base. Uh, and if you've never seen it, by the way, there is a video, uh, I think on my Twitter and Facebook of where I was broadcasting from during the, the two and a half months I was home. Anyway, so now people would like to hear the cat again. Forget whatever Amy Lawrence has to say. It's all about Sugar Lawrence. Ooh, no. Sugar Lawrence. I, I don't like that. Never mind. Let's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. Scratch that from the record. Also, want to hear something funny? Here I am thinking once again that my dog has stopped getting on the couch because there's been no evidence of Penny climbing on the couch for the past, say, eight months. I go outside on Thursday evening to take out the trash. I'm not even outside 90 seconds. Not even. I come back in the door. The dog is sitting upright on the couch. She's sitting straight up just looking at me. She's not laying down. Not. Nah. She's not getting comfy. I didn't even know she can get up on the couch in 90 seconds. Oh, yeah, no, seriously. <laughs> you know? She moved pretty quickly because I wasn't even outside for a minute and a half. And I come back in and the dog's sitting, sitting all comfy, looking at me, just sitting straight up. That's Moose. Hi, my dog. Mom. My dog Moose sits on the couch like that, kind of like perched up too sometimes. And it always <laughs> kind of freaks me out. I'm like, why don't you lay? Or why are She's you sitting? She's tall. Yeah. Well, because she just got up there. It took her all that time just to get up there. So I had no idea. So I come in the door. She sees me, just gets down, wags her tail, comes over to me. That's it? Hi, Mom. Welcome back. <laughs> just wanted to see what it was like up there? <laughs> she did. She wanted to make sure she could still do it. That's, that's fair. Yeah, that's she fair. wanted to see if test. she could still climb a tree. All right. So my, my inmates run the asylum. Neither one of them care about – I think my dog just uses her partial deafness as a reason to ignore me. I don't think she actually can't hear me. She just enjoys the fact that she can ignore me now. And I think she can't move very quickly until I try to grab her collar, get a hold of her, and then she runs. The so dog, she, yeah, she can hear, she can she, move. She, she definitely can't. She just chooses not to. <laughs> selective moving. 90 seconds. She was up on the couch just waiting for me to come back. I just hopped up like it was nothing. <laughs> you just don't see that. I need a camera inside the house That's to see it. what's happening. Yeah. Well, what's that uh, animated movie? Uh, Pets. Secret Life of Pets. That's, that's right. I actually haven't seen that one, but... We should watch that. The Secret Life of Pets. All you got to do is put a camera in my house, and you will see everything that's happening. The Secret Life of Pets. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't want to know. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. You are listening to the After Hours Podcast. On third and ten or longer, last in the league as Mahomes drops the throw, floats it over the right side to Tyree Kill, who had it in his hands, and then is separated violently from the football by Justin Reed. What a hit by Reed. Hill still down at the 38-yard line. It was a clean hit. This is After Hours with Amy Lawrence. Justin Reed likes to hit things. Legally, of course. Or he thinks that it's legal. Jay, just say it. I have no... Oh, 2020. Okay. Jay just tried to give me hand <laughs> signals. It was, I, it was an unmitigated disaster. It was as bad as the Russell Wilson-led Broncos offense. Okay. Okay. That's rude. <laughs> Rude for them or rude for you? Rude for me. That's an insult. Oh, okay. Just because I can't read your hand signals? You put you put the zero up to your eye like we were looking through a telescope. I didn't know what was happening. <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was just going which, which one to put the two, which one to put the zero, and then I You could have just said in my ear, 2020. You were speaking. I don't know. I thought it'd be more seamless to do it that way. Apparently not. It's very seamless. It's so seamless, I didn't even catch it. <laughs> Exactly. That's a highlight going back to 2020 on Westwood One. It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence, CBS Sports Radio. Justin Reed didn't always uh, participate in the Chiefs' defensive activities. Nope. He's a new member of the Kansas City Chiefs, and apparently he thinks that his addition to Kansas City is going to change things when the Bengals and the Chiefs meet this weekend in Cincinnati. So a rematch of the AFC Championship of sorts, but obviously when it's different personnel, teams are in different stages, guys are hurt or on and off the field, whatever, whatever. (laughs) Reed takes it upon himself, though, to make sure that he gets under the skin of at least one Bengals target. A lot of it's going to come down to making the play on the ball, you know, and they have 88 um, Higby. No, it's not, it's not Higby, it was with the Rams. Um, what's his name? It is Higgins. It's Higgins. Higby and Higgins. Uh-huh. They're going to have him back. He's a very talented receiver, too. More of a finesse type of guy. Um, not the best blocker. Um, I'm going to lock him down, you know, <laughs> straight up. 
so, you know, we're going to have to come out of the game, like I said, play our best game and go out and do it. So Justin Reed can't remember. And let's be fair, the reporter couldn't either. The reporter, didn't he say Higgins? The reporter responded with Higgins. And so the guy he's talking to doesn't know Hayden Hurst. Tyler Higby, Hayden Hurst, okay, okay. Either way, Hayden, of course, got wind of this whole thing. The fact that Justin Reed was talking poo about him, but also that Justin has indicated he's going to lock everybody down. And, you know, Hayden has a message for Justin himself. I mean, you could pick anybody in this locker room, but you know, I feel like I'm the last person you probably want to talk about because um, I have a long memory. Oh, zing. Watch out. Shots fired, baby. It's after hours here on CBS Sports Radio. This is definitely one of the more scintillating, enticing games of the week. It's part of our poll on Twitter, A-Law Radio, also on our Facebook page. Still, not one person, at least responding to me, has indicated that Browns-Texans should be the game of the week. So, Jay, I think you and I made the right call. We were thinking about it. There's definitely a lot of interest in the game. I don't think it's a national game. <laughs> okay, I know it's not a national game. There will likely be a lot of attention on it, though. And if you're watching a pregame show, whether it be the NFL and CBS or NFL Network uh, with Good Morning Football, you're likely to see a lot of attention on Deshaun Watson's return because it's been 700 days since he last played a game that mattered. But no one has yet said to me that we erred in leaving Browns and Texans out of the game of the week poll. The options, Jets at Vikings. What? Titans at Eagles. Uh Uh-huh. Dolphins at 49ers. That was my choice. Chiefs at Bengals, which, of course, is a nationally televised game. Also on the NFL and CBS. So these are all great options. We've got a a slew of matchups between teams with winning records in week 13, kicking off December. And now you're starting to hear more and more players actually utter the term postseason or playoffs or December football when you put it all on the line. Uh, Jamar Chase weighed in. He didn't get dissed by name or by the wrong name, Uh, but he's not afraid of Justin Reed. I didn't really have no comment about it until he made another comment and said everybody else is going to get locked down. So that's when I buzzed in to decide to say something on Twitter. I don't think he's watching film at all. I don't think he knows his personnel um, (laughs) on whoever he's trying to check or if he's even checking anybody. So it's just he need to go back and watch, you know, the film, look at his personnel, look at what he wants to know. So, I mean, yeah. So great. We need more of this. Can we have more of this, please? I am all about locker room and bulletin board material. Please, Justin Reed, keep yapping. The job isn't tough enough. Let's stir up a little stir up a little trouble, shall we? And Jim, does that mean Jamar Chase is playing? I think it does. If it's true, and it sounds like it is, that he himself made the decision not to play last week against the Titans because he felt like he needed a little more time to be comfortable. And that's that's fine. It's his body. my butt the whole year. <laughs> what? No, don't do that. <laughs> Jay, where do you find these things? And why do you do that to me? Today I surprised myself. The only thing I, I re- well, see, I'm not going to request it because as the person whose name is on the show, you know I have veto power. If you ever, and I mean ever, Bring back the Christian Pulisic cut. 
we're going to have problems. Don't do it. I will not confirm or deny whether it is saved or not. Oh, no, Jay. Don't you dare. That's it. I mean, that, that'll be the end of our beautiful partnership. Done. I'll let it breathe for a little. Will you let it breathe for a little? Drop it in the most unexpected time. Huh. We'll see. No, we won't. If we do, someone's out of a trip to Phoenix. Who's that? Oh. <laughs> that would be you. You, out of a trip to Phoenix. Oh, you wouldn't dare. Would you gamble with the Super Bowl? Hmm. guess we'll see. Jay cannot back down from a challenge or a dare. You ever want Jay to do something stupid? That's all you have to do. <laughs> That easy. Put it in a dare or wrap it up in some kind of fantasy sport and he can't leave it alone. That's or actually dress it up like a Sour Patch Watermelon and he oh. it's, it's a, he's in. It's After Hours, CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.